Yo, 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 about to try this again. <laughs> all right, let's try this again as a plane flies over. That's all right. Let's explain. So we are in your backyard yet again. Yeah. You know, this is really not a bad place to pod. And this doesn't, this one doesn't seem as gorilla. Gorilla. Type podcast because we thought it wasn't the last ditch. You just said you were going to come to me tonight. Yeah. So. And I'll explain why. Because you're going to have to come to me next week. Uh, found out today that my wife has to have a second surgery on the same knee. So she had a surgery um, to repair her, you know, broken-ass knee, tore some tendons and whatnot. Uh, and she's having some mobility issues as of recently. Got an MRI. They thought she might have something called a Cyclops lesion. Um, long story short, there's some more shit wrong in there, and they got to go back in and repair it. Uh, just found that out today. Guess when they're doing it? Friday. What? Yeah, dude. I thought you told me Sunday. No, Friday. And so for that reason, um, she'll potentially be non-weight-bearing on her knee with crutches for four weeks. Fuck. So uh, I assume being that she's going to get it on Friday, it's still going to be pretty rough by next Tuesday or Sunday or whenever we pod. Yeah. So you'll have to come to me if that's okay. It's my birthday weekend this weekend, so Ooh. I'll probably be hungover on Sunday. Because my birthday falls on a Saturday this year. Very nice. Um, unfortunately, you can't karaoke and get super turned nah. and allow me and Kyle to drive inv- you home. I was going to invite you over, but you just said that you will be caring for your beloved. And um, I can't hear the word beloved without thinking it's somehow <laughs> related to a eulogy. Oh, really? I thought yeah. you were going to say the band. Uh, no, like dearly beloved. We are gathered here. Uh, oh, that's more like a wedding, isn't it? It's both. It's, it's, it's. That word just, uh, that shit anyway. means eternal. Yeah. <laughs> that shit means That's eternal. what the marriage contract is, Jeff. I know that. I'm still married, um, bro. Ooh. Th- oh, that was just a firefly. That was just um, a Anyway, uh, did we even say what episode this was? Uh, I don't know. It's 53, 53. right? 53. Have did- we ever got it wrong? I asked you that right before. Oh, God. You scared the crap out of me. Yeah. Yes. We got we got scared. We've got by my wife. Yeah, incoming, incoming. Um, Side note: I my ahead. boss gave me a, a aluminum ladder the other day, uh-huh. and it's like a nice a nice one. Yeah, and uh, I mean people steal those, so like yeah. an ex- extendable one or whatever. And I was getting ready to put it in the garage, but I was like, the first use of this thing has to be good. So I straight up propped it up right underneath Rowan's window and I rapped on the window. Oh, nice. <laughs> Scared the shit out of him. Oh, man, that was so funny. It was so funny. Next question. Did you record it? No. Dude. Because it was a spur of the moment thing and you know what? The fact that it was just him and me was magical. He wasn't embarrassed by it. He laughed. Scared the shit out of him, but he didn't like start crying or get mad at me. Like He laughed. He yeah. said that was a pretty good one, so it was a good moment. And I'm glad that it's just up in my noggin and his. So, Very nice. Uh, That's an analog memory. An analog memory. As opposed to a digital. But yeah, good use for a ladder, right? Yeah, First absolutely. Use. Um, I don't... I have a... I have the craziest ladder. So when I moved... When I bought this house... Well, I should say when we bought this house. I didn't want to act like I just fucking... When you and out. I bought it together? Yeah, when I pulled out... No, I was. it sounded like I was saying I bought a house and my wife had nothing to do with it. Or, it was, or when you said when we bought this house, it was like, that's I bought true. a house with heck and cool dad's money. That's true. Because we're getting fucking paid. Yeah, and paid, dog. Uh, that's how you can afford these fancy things like uh, weed beers. 
extra pale ales. Um, no, I, I decided like that was the time when we got this house. I was like, this is the time. I need a man ladder. I've always had those like, you know, six foot just bifold or like single fold ladders, whatever you call those, like s- just normal step ladders. Uh, they're maybe six foot that open up. I've always had those. So this was like, you know, what if I got to like, even though I had a house before, it never dawned on me. It was like, it, this was the house that I decided I need a fucking ladder that goes higher than six feet. Um, so I bought one of those like, what about that makes it a man ladder? Uh, you're right. I probably should stop. It's yeah, 2020, dog. It is 20. That was not very progressive of me. <laughs> you can I, say uh, big boy or big girl ladder. What? I can't. No, I can't because I'm still saying boy or girl. Jeez. Dude, people get triggered about everything. You know what I'm fucking saying. Everybody knows what I'm saying. It's a grown-up ladder. Grown-up. It's a grown-up ladder. That's yeah, ageist. Damn it. But grown-up can be a state of mind. It doesn't have to be, right? <laughs> right? I'm done. I'm done. Okay. You're fucking with me. But it's an aluminum ladder that's better than a wooden one. Well, it wasn't. No, it wasn't That just you that. invested in. No, it goes higher than six feet. And it goes higher than six feet. Yeah. Just describe it Fuck in the coldest le- terms of the least heart or imagination as possible. Yeah. So it it extends, right? And it like slides out. And then on top of that where it's folded, you can just extend it out, and then it it's just like one big-ass ladder. It goes 21 How feet. How long can we sit and just keep talking about a fucking ladder? I don't know, man. Let's go. Let's we, keep going. We kept getting derailed because you were fucking calling me out on my shit. You were getting triggered oh, about geez. my ladder oh, descriptions. Uh, speaking of triggered, there's been no shortage of stories online about people being triggered on various things, and I want to get your take on some of them. Uh, so one of them, I saw a story on one of the music sites. I don't know which because I just check random music sites uh, where Slipknot, Tool, Nickelback, Papa Roach, Sammy Hagar, and more uh, got pandemic assistance money from it could be anywhere from 150000 to a million because these were like buckets, right? And like you fell in whatever bucket. So all the people I just listed plus plenty more got uh, money somewhere between 150000 and $1 million for the Paycheck Protection Program. So I listed some pretty big acts. Okay. I got a lot to say about this. Yeah, I, I'm very curious. I saw it you on your list earlier, and I started thinking about it. Yeah, because I first of all, did you did you look into the story at all? No. Okay. But no. But I can. I understand how this shit works, and I can put two and two together. I was not trying to make you sound stupid. No, no, no. There, there is a there is a detail that that headline uh, leaves out that I think is important. That's it, why I was curious. It is so easy for everyone to say. Oh, Kanye West got a PPP loan or Nickelback or Slipknot. It's so easy to say, oh, and these guys are fucking millionaires. It's like the band didn't get it. They're, they're fucking company. These guys are small business owners. A band is a small business as a crew. It has, you know, payments for buses and, you know, things like that. People still get paychecks from Slipknot Incorporated. Well, that's that's you basically hit on the detail that was left out of the headline, right? So the detail was all the people that got it were all these subsidiary companies called like Not Touring, and it was like Slipknot's touring company, which right. just hand, and every one of these big acts have big multi million dollar tours that are happened that that fund anywhere from fifty to one hundred and fifty people. Like like no shit, Kanye's brand Yeezy's going to get a PPP loan. They're a small business. 
A design that is firm. literally why you get a tax identification number. So you are separating you yeah. from a business, and the I, business and the money of the business operates independently. If my company get, gets a PPP loan, I'm not asking the I'm not asking the owner of the company to pay for my paycheck out of his pocket because that's he built the company for that purpose. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So stupid. I, it's so, stupid to get fired up about that. So stupid. Read the I, fucking article. And I'm glad I could fire you up like right at the fucking beginning of the episode. And don't, I mean, and and. I think the whole the, the whole profession of headline writing should be thrown to the fiery pits of hell, never to return. I don't know, man. I, I'll, some of those clickbaity ass headlines they they make me want to read it because okay. I I just assume then that maybe we need to focus group headlines. Okay. See, <laughs> because I read it and I go, that's this headline got- needs to come out like yesterday. So, what's your thoughts? I say that's a clickbait headline. I want to read the actual story. That that's how it gets me. So it, I don't think it does that to most people. Most people read the headline, they stop there, and they've got everything they need to know. And that's how you spread false information. And, and I mean, that's what we've grown to know for the last for the last four years, eight years, honestly. Big chunk of Obama's presidency too is that is that the headline is the story. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like so much of it you know for better or for worse is just like the headline is the story trump said you know in fiery speech trump says and then the quotes and it's three words and then it's like well if you read the whole quote he didn't actually say what you're insinuating he said but who gives a shit because it's already been spread right 50 million times so fuck trump yeah man he said that you know seriously though fuck him but uh i just gotta say that i'm not defending the guy um but it's that sort of thing. So it's like, it's like Slipknot gets PPP loan. Yeah. Well, these guys are fucking millionaires. Now they didn't get the PPP loan. The small businesses that they invested in that gave people jobs did, and those people still need their paychecks. Agree. Uh, Fuck. So, so we'll take this time to pivot to another one. <laughs> I'm so mad about that. Catholic churches. Now, I'm curious where you'll fall on this one. Because obviously I don't feel the same way that I do about what we just talked about. Again, well, people now, single now, out people single out Catholic churches because they're of the sex scandals and stuff like that. Well, oh, your well, tax well, dollars are going into predators' yes and no. pockets. So, so churches in general, right? But churches in general, they're non-tax paying. That, that's the thing. I'm sorry. And I've even even when I was still a church going every week, twice a week Christian, churches should pay taxes. We could fix a lot of things if they did, but that's a that's a whole separate argument that I think that we've probably touched on before. But there, I mean, there are church structures like big big organizations like Vineyard. Yeah, you know that that's like a almost like corporation level major employer. Yeah, thousands of people. Are employed, you know, it's they're run like businesses, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing for a church to be run like a business, right? As long as it has the correct oversight and the and you know hearts in the right place, and there's no ethical shit that goes on like other big businesses. But if you're gonna play the game, man, you gotta you gotta you gotta get in there, and that is that is where I am with it. So I don't agree with using taxpayer assistance i i don't i don't agree with yeah go for it i don't agree with a a program that is dedicated 
the taxpayer money is dedicated to bailing out non-taxpayers. That's where I have a problem. Yep. If churches pay taxes, this wouldn't even be a conversation. Nope. If they They're didn't, companies. if They're they small didn't businesses. actually go through, they, and it's proven, they went to loopholes. There was actual loopholes that they used to get this money. So if they didn't do it a shady way and they actually paid taxes to receive taxpayer assistance, I'd be fine. That's why I feel differently about it. Thank yeah. you for the weed beer. Yeah, we're back where we started. Yeah, we Sweetwater are. Sweetwater 420. The 420 strain. Mm. Oh, man, I love this beer. It's just such it, an easy you drink. Know, the, only, the only three times I've ever had it, you've provided it to me. It's because it's like my favorite one that... I, it's cheap, and I always know it's good. Yeah. It's only eight ninety nine for a six-pack, which is good for a craft beer. I'm into it. What else you got on your list? Oh, shit, I got lots of stuff. Man, I, I didn't add a lot of stuff because I'm just so exhausted. I just feel like maybe it was because it was so hot last week mm-hmm. that dragged shit down big time. It sure time. fucking was. And I'll tell you what. I was just talking to Sierra about this a few minutes ago before I walked outside. You know, I told you that this thing... I need to get a new one. It yeah. does not keep up with the needs of my square footage, my air conditioner. And uh, it has a very hard time. I'll keep that thing set at 70. If it's 90 degrees outside, it's going to be 82 in my house. Damn. And uh, I was at the hardware store getting uh, a tarp for the pool right here. And uh, um, I just saw like a uh, air circulator fan. You know, just a big circle uh, for 35 bucks. Threw it, you know, threw it in the cart yeah. and uh, put that thing in the window. And I've had it on and I've had the windows open. Yeah. And it's been not as oppressive as last week, but it's been hot at the hot parts of the day. Yes. 85, up 85, 87. You know, that thing is cooling the house. That thing, one thing in the window is cooling the house more efficiently than this fucking air conditioner has done all summer. So I've said this before, but I grew up without air conditioning. Same. And I am, I am. I don't think I had AC till my senior year in high school. I didn't even have it then. The first time I had AC is when I moved out on my own. Uh, No, but I, I grew up and I'm very familiar with having the fan in the window, sleeping right by it. I'm even familiar with, uh, putting buckets of ice just in front of the fan, reading nice. on reading online that that will blow the that'll cool the air and then blow that cooler air towards me like an AC. Yeah, I'm into all the fucking hood tricks. You could probably make it last longer with dry ice. That would cost money. We didn't have money. Isn't dry ice super cheap too? I don't fucking know, but I knew that I had water and I put the shit in the freezer <laughs> and then I put it in buckets. True. True. That's all I had. Uh, another big ass thing that's been circulating. Let's just get right into all the hot topics right at the fucking beginning. Uh, the Wayfair conspiracy theories. Yeah, I didn't go too deep into it. You said you went deep into it. Uh, I was taking a poop and I was on my phone. That's what uh, we do here in America. And my legs fell asleep because I was sitting on the toilet for so long. Because I could not stop looking at Twitter and reading about this stuff. Now, I find it. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop talking about the actual conspiracy for a minute, and just talk about. I find it really strange how widespread people seem to latch onto this particular conspiracy theory, and 
it's almost like a fucking it's almost like a play school you know my first conspiracy right but I just feel like <laughs> I just feel like people really really latched onto this oh that was really funny you know why because people want to think that the pedophiles are fucking going down right now. Yeah. Because Jeffrey Epstein and because Ghislaine Maxwell just got arrested and they she was denied bail big time. Yeah. You know. And uh but I think that it it and and I also think this is a big part of it is our culture has become so mimetic, mm-hmm. meme based. Mimetic is that good? Yeah, it's good. Uh our culture has become so meme based that like it's almost like everything is an ad agency now so it's like put your whole elevator pitch in a slogan and I feel like it was really easy to put together one meme that says this cabinet plain cabinet's $10,000 and it's got a name that is the same name as this missing person I googled you know and, and have five of those right there it's like yeah holy shit wafer is doing what you know and then you you looked up the whole definition of wafer like that i feel like there was a little bit digging but uh still very interesting i i found i i find it endearing how well the internet can track down and put things together whether it's accurate or not it was very interesting there was a lot of very interesting points, and you brought up the one where you talked about uh, – or just a lot of interesting facts and the one where the various commercial cabinets that were very expensive, there were five or six that did have very unique names yes. and and very strange names for cabinets, right? And they were all related to the same first names as the missing children. Super strange. And then there's this whole like Yandex thing, right? Which I have legitimately never heard of that website. I have no idea what you're talking about. So the the product uh the product numbers, like the SKU numbers on the Wayfair site for various pieces of questionable merchandise, such as some of these commercial cabinets, when you take the the SKU and the product numbers and you put them on this Yandex site, it brings up pictures of kids. It's it's really strange. And I don't know how this Yandex site is related to it, but like it it's pretty deep. Uh, Dude, it's it's, w- it's pretty fucking wild. Conspiracy theories are crazy because <coughs> it's like And here's the whole thing. What if like Wayfair is all just like <laughs> everybody thought it's so silly it wouldn't work. <laughs> right. You know, like what if they really are? That's like terrifying. Yeah. But um uh Conspiracy theories are so crazy because, like, everything is just like, yes, yeah, that makes sense. Holy shit, yeah, oh, holy crap, oh, and then it, there's, like, one detail, you know what I mean? Like, there's, like, one detail that just ruins it all. Like, the 9-11 conspiracy, Con- uh, that 9-11 was a controlled demolition, right? you know, all that stuff. It's, like, the multiple... It, at the very least, like all that stuff, like I've watched the documentaries. I actually think those those conspiracy theories make a lot of sense. 
But then you think the multiple thousands of people that would have to not leak any information to make that work. Multiple thousands, maybe multiple tens of thousands of people to be able to to propagate a conspiracy theory such as that or to, to, to uh, cover up such as that. Give me a fucking break. There's no fucking way. It's 2020. Yeah. Everyone tells somebody something behind their back. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I'm going to keep digging on this, but <clears throat> I just think it's really weird. Like, man, I totally went to 9/11 because you did. You, you Sorry. fucking Sorry. You took it back to thanks, Obama. You guys uh, watching Zeitgeist? You seen Zeitgeist yet? <laughs> oh God! It'll make you question everything you ever. It's on YouTube. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. No. I. 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 I'm going to dig into it more. Go. It's just. Uh, it is very just strange. It's just very strange that like. I don't know. I guess maybe maybe the pandemic. Maybe because everybody's sitting at home with nothing to do, and then we also have everyone's looking to call someone out or or find something or discover something. Uh, I think that culture in general is helping, right? And like we're going that way. Like you said, it's meme based culture. I think all that together got people wanting to sit around. And then you know that remember that show uh, that was on Netflix, Don't Fuck with Cats? Yeah. That same kind of lurky, snoopy thing, you know, everybody knows somebody that acts like that, that can snoop very well, like better than everyone else. Couple that with that show. I just think that everything has been pushing us towards this whole, you know, Inspector Gadget fucking sitting at a keyboard, like digging into shit. It's just, it's, uh, wild how much of I agree with everything you just said by the way uh, it is wild how much of our conversations are like dude I saw this Twitter post or I saw oh, yeah. this meme I saw this Instagram uh, I saw man this fucking comment on Facebook it's just so crazy to it me. really is it's just so crazy I can't tell if it's made if social media has made me more social or less social yeah I can't tell because I don't really know what the definition of social is anymore. Is commenting back and forth and arguing with strangers on the internet, is that being social? And I struggle with it because it is like... There's like part of me that is like old guy about it. Yeah. But part of me is just like, who gives a shit? Like, like Sierra and I have talked about this. Like, Rowan will be up in his up in his room all day. He's, he's turning 12 this week. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and should you bleep that out? I just said my son's name on the internet. Or not uh, his I mean, name, I, not I, his I, name, but his age. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure that you've said his age Probably. several times before. Anyway, I've got a, I've got a, I've got a son and his, his social security number is, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm just kidding. Um, his cabinet identification number is. Anyway, I was talking to Sierra about this and I was like, He's almost a teenager. Like, this is only going to get worse. And then it's going to happen with with Miles in a couple of years. And then with Beatrice a couple of years after that. Yeah. It's the way it is. And and I think to myself, man, my dad always makes fun of me about how, like, I remember when you were on that Makeout Club website. Oh, shit. Only undies? No. <laughs> Ew. No. And, uh, and, and then, and, and, and MySpace... And I remember one time you used to always brag about how you were having 14 IM conversations simultaneously. Yeah. And it's like, 
Yes. And I made a lot of friends. And I have, I, I have like, even if it's people that I don't talk to that often, social media makes it so easy to keep in touch with even your acquaintances. Like, I don't yeah. give a shit about the inner workings of such and such as life, but I like seeing that he's happy and I like hearing his opinions and maybe pushing back on it every once in a while or something like that. Yeah. So, so I'll end this rant by saying <laughs> my second or fourth rant of the night. I'll end this rant by saying I don't think social media is all that bad. We just got to fucking wrangle ourselves a little bit and not act like a bunch of fucking cowards. Yeah, I think... You can't say it in real life, don't say it online. Well, I don't know about that. Because I feel like social media has given a voice to people that some have great opinions, some don't have great opinions. It does give a voice to some people who are voiceless. Right, right. Like the people that can't stand up and say this shit in real life. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, and I'm okay with that to an extent. Uh, And it's the extent is not just if it aligns with me. I'm okay with it as long as you... uh, are are debating correctly, right? I, I'm not going to harp on that, but I think social media has really redefined the way we throw around the term friend, right? Very true. You've got things like friend requests, and a friend request is simply sending a connection request to someone else, and people use that that have never met, that don't even know the person. They just think their profile picture is cute. You know, so they send him a friend request, like, be my friend. Friend used to mean so much more. And now it's just like, you know, I have 10,000 friends on the internet. Yeah, 9,500 of them don't even live in your city. How are you friends with somebody that doesn't live in your city that you've never lived in the same city as? We just kind of throw it around. And it's weird that we're also, oh, were you going to keep going? What? Do you have something, a thought to finish that? No, I'm just listening. Oh, uh, it's it's interesting because but at the same time i totally agree with that at the same time we're we're part of a giant ongoing experiment because we're the first people to use this yeah and um not just our generation but all people who are alive right now are the first people alive on earth who have used the internet yeah you know what i mean and um so I remember a few years ago, Facebook for a while had that function where you could say this person was a friend or an acquaintance. Yeah. And guess what? That functionality is gone. You know, it's like we've, we're being, we've been a big part, big part of this beta testing. Our whole Agreed. culture is a big beta test in, in, in teaching the machines. Ooh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> and teaching the machines, teaching the machines to control us. That's, that is Colin's conspiracy theory. That's your favorite one. You always go back to it. Oh, AI being in charge? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm That's... really fucking scared. <laughs> I feel like the singularity is way closer than we think it is. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Because this, because AI progress is exponential. Yeah. And humans is exponentially dumbing down. At least Americans. Mm. Uh, speaking of technology. Proud to be an American. I had to keep, I had to make where, up for it. Where at least I know I'm free. I had to make up for it by for my disparaging that. remark. Uh, no, speaking of technology, like <clears throat> I was thinking about this. I remember when I got, and I might have told this story before, but I remember I bought a Palm Pilot. You know, I guess this was post Sidekick Three because I had a Sidekick Three, <laughs> and I wanted a Sidekick Three because that fucking thing would connect to AIM. 
We always go back to the devices we had. We did. Flexes. It's not it's not a flex. So I bought a Palm Pilot, right? And I was getting a haircut. This is back when I had hair, obviously. I was getting a haircut and I sent an email through Outlook through my phone. And I said, this is fucking stupid. No one will ever need to do this. I'm taking this back. I had that phone for two days. And I took it back and was like, fuck this. No one will ever need this technology. I feel dumb sending an, a, an email on my phone through Outlook. And it's just crazy to think, here we are. Now I can't even imagine. Not only can I not imagine having my phone, I can't imagine not using Google Chrome on all my devices so that when I log in on my phone, it remembers my password that I saved when I logged in on my desktop computer because I got news for you. I don't remember my passwords. Oh, yeah. Man. And Google Chrome has this fucking handy little feature where um, you go to like sign up for an account and it'll recommend a strong password yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I choose the strong password. It saves it. Guess what? I'm not remembering those fucking 37 random characters of all cases. You no, know, like, your eyes are. Bro. What do you mean? You don't you don't you don't have to you don't have to remember. Oh. Uh, you don't have to remember print. anymore cuz when you save it, your thumbprint are yeah. in my case. Uh just kidding. This is my flex. Well, uh, I have it too. I oh, just I, I prefer thumb. Oh, anyway, I'm just saying that your bio identification yes, yeah, is where yeah. those passwords are now stored. Yeah, it's crazy. Think if you think about it, it is really easy to say. Google suggested a password, and I saved it, and I have my settings set so my face ID or my thumbprint can get me in. It's easy to say it that yeah, yeah. way. But you really boil that down to one sentence. It is, I am storing my passwords in my eyes. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. You're yeah. teaching the computer to say, yeah, I don't care. as long it, you Let me into whatever I want to get into as long as these match up. Yeah. You're saying, fuck, I don't, yes, yeah, strong password, cool, save. I don't give a shit. You're storing passwords in your eyes. Damn. That's deep. title. Title of the episode: You're storing passwords. Storing passwords in our eyes. Got it. <laughs> I'll, re I'll remember that. This one. is Colin's conspiracy theory. Yeah. What? What about like? What if they're suggesting passwords because that's what our assigned FBI agent chose for us, and that's then they can get into all of our accounts. It's just every time. Every time they say. <laughs> Suggested strong password. It's another fucking barcode they assigned yeah. to you. Thanks. The more, Fred. the better. That's hilarious. So, <laughs> speaking of technology, oh my god, we're so fucked. They've got everything. Well, yeah, they fucking assign you your first barcode when you're born, man. It's your social security number. Remember when? Well, I don't remember when because I wasn't born. But when they introduced social security, they promised. Social security numbers would never be used for identification. That was the whole thing. That was the reason why that whole shit got passed. You know because what? Because they promised it wouldn't be used for identification, and then, like, less than 10 years later, it started getting used for identification. It's not even just used for identification. It's used for identification theft. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, now you got to worry about – now you got this secret thing that you got to worry about somebody getting or else they can act like they're you in all of these digital spaces. So Fuck then you think up. about it. Then I think about it. It's like, well, why don't I store my passwords in my eyes? <laughs> and there we are. <laughs> Full circle. 
Um, so I'm in. I'm in. Take all my data. Shit, man. I had something else to say. Sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, we're just we're just riffing tonight, man. We're riffing on. When these. I don't, that's the thing. The headphones. The headphones are are. It's a it's a game changer in the way. At least I hold a discussion. Because with the headphones, I have this like weird split second feedback of what I'm. What it's I'm like saying. it's you talking to you, and then you hearing you. Yeah, and I'm like, and, I, and so then I'm like, oh, you're being a little spicy. Maybe dial it back a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Without headphones, I'm just sitting here talking with my friend, and I'm just kind of, I'm you know, drinking another beer, drinking another beer, and then letting another rant out, another thought fly. Uh, did you ever speaking? Now this brings multiple of our subjects together. The conspiracy theory that, well, I don't even know if it's a conspiracy theory, but have you ever seen the statement that when you are born and you get the security social security number? That somehow the government is making money off of you. It's essentially a tax ID number, and somehow they make money off you. Yada yada. Like, do you ever see some statement close to that? No, but that's hilarious. Yeah, it's some kind of thing where, like, man, I'm gonna have to find it before this episode is over. I mean, isn't it? Isn't it what? They're all just making. They're making money. They're all just making money off of us. I mean, that's the whole American dream, right? <laughs> so, while while I look for this on here, it's one I'm giant ask you fucking a pyramid scheme where everybody makes money off of somebody else. So I'm going to ask you a question related to technology, since Dude. we are doing multiple. Uh, we're having we're yes, please intertwining multiple things. Go into another rant. Uh, if you had to delete all of the apps on your phone that were not stock apps, right? So not email, text, things like that. You're like, stop talking about deep shit. No, no, no. This is just a this is a technology question, right? So we, we're talking about technology a little bit and apps and social media and shit like that. So tomorrow you have to delete every app on your phone that's not stock, right? You can keep three. What are you keeping? Oh, that's not stock. Yes. stock. Not the stock ticker app. I'm talking about... You know, text messages, that's a stock app. Mail, that's stock. A web browser. <laughs> well, I read browser. it in the thing. You can't, you can, you can only keep three, but you can't delete stocks. So I was like, why would I? Yeah, I you're like, I need to see how, ago. I need to see how the dial. So doing. you mean like, like mail messages, camera, shit like that is yeah. included. Yeah. Okay. I have to keep three apps outside of that. Yes. What three are you keeping? Uh, Spotify. Okay. Um, Google Drive. <laughs> and I find the first two postmates. What? Really? Yeah. Those are your three. All right. Yep. Explain. I have to have music. Okay. Spotify is, unfortunately, the company that I've invested in. Okay. As far as music goes. Uh, by the way, are you looking at these fucking fireflies? Holy shit, man. Yeah, they're everywhere. Uh, like, way up in the trees. What's that, uh, what's that song about one million fireflies something? I don't know. You know, sound, they sound like the Postal Service, but they're not. Oh, uh, Owl City? There you go. 
Ugh, it's like Christian Postal Service. Those are the Christian bands. You know that? I did not. Anyway, uh, what were we just talking about? Oh, yeah, uh, Spotify because I need music, and that is what I have all my playlists and my – I pay for. Uh, and then Google Drive because I find it very useful, and you can – you can even like edit documents and stuff like right within the drive app uh-huh. and stuff like that. And I use it for demoing because I send MP3s. I just drop MP3s into my Google drive and then I go out in the car and listen to them, you know, like when I'm like mixing right? and like wanting, you know, so like I use Google drive that way. Cause it's just a portable hard drive. Sure. Uh, so there's that. And then, uh, and then uh, the third one was Postmates was because I enjoy ordering food. <laughs> so it's interesting. Like I, if I forgot if on a Friday night if I forgot to eat dinner and then I got drunk and I needed to eat dinner and I wanted to order something awesome. So I'm gonna I'm gonna review your choices. And I'm gonna I'm gonna rebut to them, right? Do I get to rebut yours? Yeah, of course. All right, of course. So you thought about it slightly different than I did, and I didn't want to interrupt you while you were in your flow because I was curious where you were gonna go with it. Uh, Spotify. I have a web browser. I can just go to Spotify.com. Ah. Uh, Google okay. Drive. Uh, I wouldn't need that because the same way my phone works like a portable hard drive. I can just drop oh, things okay. directly on it. I have an Apple phone and it doesn't work that way. You have AirDrop. Yeah, but... Uh, it... <laughs> I'm waiting. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, do you not have AirDrop? Does that not work? I, I do, and AirDrop does work really well, but it's still... Apple has never let the iPhone be a hard drive like Android does. Got it. I had an Android phone, and you can access folder structures and yeah. you cannot do that on the iphone got it so uh, that's why i like google drive because i can still do that shit and then the third one i can i i don't hate that one i don't hate the postmates one but i guess i could always just use my browser to call somebody oh, but, but you can't Christ. get everything so like that's why i don't hate that one i was thinking more like apps that i don't have like like, how would I... Did I answer this totally not what you were expecting? No, there was no right or wrong. I wanted to see what three you would keep. So, interestingly enough, there's no social media on there, right? Yeah, fuck. I th- immediately thought Twitter, and then I was like, no, fuck Facebook. And then I was like, Instagram, it is like a photo album. It's like a personal and public photo album and photo album sharing service. Yeah. But... So. so I have a app that really is just a widget. That's all. It, it, um, there's an app associated with it, but that's just so you can access the widgets. And there's a widget on my front screen that pulls together all my calendars into one view, allowing me to see what's coming up. That would be one of mine. That widget? Yeah. It would be a, it's a very utilitarian thing. Like it has a, a very explicit purpose. And I have grown so attached to being able to have all of my stuff come together in one view and also right on my home screen to where 
if somebody asks me, hey, do you want to do this on this day? The first thing I do is reference this. When my wife schedules anything, she, she references it schedules and then puts it on here sends it to my email as well so i can accept decline whatever uh very similar to like you know work meetings right uh that would be one of mine it has a very explicit purpose and i feel like i can't navigate my life i'm not together if i don't have that widget to be fair a couple months from now ios becomes much more android like so Uh i finally get some of these fun widget features yep uh the second one... By the way, Sierra must have heard us talking about episode... She texted me half an hour ago and said, so much for episode 50, huh? Ooh. Because we said that the ladies were yep. going to be on that one. We need to... Fi- you know what? Maybe you guys can come over to the house like on, and we'll do an earlier one. The kids can play. While she's fucking laid up? Yeah. Yep. I got that. Okay. Yeah. The next one or two episodes, we should do that. You guys will come out on a weekend. Yep. Okay. We'll let the kids play and shit. And they can interrupt it? Whatever. <laughs> Uh, the next one I think I would probably have would be Instagram. And I know that that probably shouldn't be one, but I tried to really think about this from the perspective of, even though Instagram does have a web interface now, you can literally go to Instagram.com yeah, and log in. It does. It's not completely fully featured. It's pretty fucking it's fully close. featured. Have you been there lately? No. I went there like last like week. Like you can go to messages and stuff? Yes. You can share messages? I can't. I don't know. I mean, I didn't. I granted, I didn't run a full regression test. I on mean, the to be honest thing. with you, I think that I think that web apps are like like app uh, like native apps that app, act more like web apps are are good because I think that web apps are the way to go. I think. Oh yeah, having a universal language which is fast and tried and true HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. Agree. I got nerdy. There. Full full responsive. Even if you have to put yeah. it in a container and drop it in a headless container as an app, you still build it as a web app. As a creative director, I always suggest web apps instead yeah. of native apps. Yeah, I agree with that. You can't leverage some of the fun native technology. I mean, you're, you're, sure. You have constraints in the web space like Angular, right? Sure. But yeah, I'm with you on that. And then, little aside. And then, uh, so my third app would be, I don't know. It would have to be some form of fitness tracker. And I know that's a weird thing. I I picked three really weird apps. I know that. One was a no-brainer for me. It was my widget. The second was Instagram because I feel like it's what keeps me connected to the world when so much of my time is spent like being a family person. I feel like it connects me to my friends. I get to see the pictures. It's not Facebook where everything feels more toxic. It also allows me to share pictures and things like that. And you typically go there and see more in today's climate, it's a little it's a little shifty, but you see more happy stuff because people are trying to portray a happy image. So I get to go there and see a lot of happy shit from my friends, right? So I like Instagram for that reason. I still I'm not you know I'm not an Instagram hater yet. You know, uh, well I mean, like I said, like Instagram was a, a very close runner up. Yeah, I I actually. Uh, my one pushback on the Spotify thing is Spotify, uh, and you were the one who kind of made me think about it. Is Spotify does the native Spotify app does have a shit ton more functionality than the web app? Oh yeah, it's so, got your it's got your favorite feature, right? My favorite feature, you know, which has failed me lately. Really? 
couple times. The jukebox feature? It has a hard time when you're... It has a hard time with the whole deal when you're... So we were sitting out here, and there was three, four of us on it having a fire. And some of us were on the Wi-Fi, some of us were not. One of the person who started it was connected to the Bluetooth speaker. I think all that stuff... It was just like booting people from the group session uh, left and right. It was really, it was really annoying. I know, think you need to be on the same Wi-Fi network as the big one. In the in the testing world, we call that a fringe use case. For sure. But that's cool. Is it a fringe use case, though? That's what, in the design world, that's my first question is, is it a fringe use case? Well, it's not a happy path. Group session. What is that? Happy path? I don't know what that is. Th- that means like... Uh, everybody's on the same Wi-Fi, on the same network. The, yes. That's yes. Happy Path. Yes. but Or it, everybody's off. Everybody has similar conditions. Yes. Okay. I have never heard that term before. Yeah. Uh, you just looked at me like you're an idiot for not knowing No, that no. I, I uh, thought no. we were very uh, But honestly, wrong. a Spotify group session, which it includes three to four people sitting around a fire, some people who might know the people and be on their Wi-Fi network and some people who might not and not be on the Wi-Fi network connected to a Bluetooth speaker, I think is a pretty common occurrence in America. Hmm. So to me, that's not a fringe use case. That's They should be designing for that. I, I, I would say that <clears throat> I would say that's middle of the road use case. That, that's not a happy path. At that's the very not least, a hyper the, fringe. That's sure. That's sure. Yeah. I can get down with that. At the very least... If you're going to allow somebody who's on a Wi-Fi network and not on a Wi-Fi network to be on the same group session, you got to get that right. If you're going to allow it, it has to be right. But think of the amount of variables that go into that. I don't care. If it doesn't work, if you say we can't get it right because of the amount of variables, say fuck it then. This feature only works if you're on the same Wi-Fi network. But is that – do you think that that's better than saying – Fuck it, throw it out there because eighty-five percent of the time it's going to work. Is it better to throw it out there and make it an additional thing that provides more of a good experience? No, no, nope. You, you're 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 like the you have that Apple mindset. Either it's perfect or it's not there. I'm a user experience designer. It it, it it it's it's it's. I do believe in throw things. I like that we kind of shifted in this conversation, but. Uh, I, I am of two minds on this. I am of a fly by the seat of your pants a little bit, throw mm-hmm. things against the wall and see what sticks. I think that that's why I love working for a research company because yeah. I get to do that for a living. I literally get to throw things at the wall and say, oh, wow, five users just said they didn't even see that thing that I thought was so cool. Yeah. So fuck that thing. You know, to me, that's the best thing a designer could have. Uh, is actual people interacting with your stuff that's half thought through. And um, so, you know, I got lost there. <laughs> I got excited about what I do for a living and totally, got, oh, no, 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 no. But the thing is, is, you know, I'm a designer. I'm a, I'm a deep down inside. It's not that I'm a perfectionist uh, as far as technique or details. I am kind of perfectionist about that stuff, but like if something's a couple of pixels off, if it's visually off to me, yeah. I go, "Oh, that's off." But if but it's functionally, if it's visual if it's visually right, I'm like, "Yeah, it's fine." Uh, so I'm a big like eyeball it kind of guy. Yeah. And uh but 
if the thing doesn't work the way it should in my head. I don't know. Have you used the HBO Max app? I have not. Holy shit. One of the worst experiences I've had in any application in a long time. Oh, my God. It's the worst. So, so this is – it's very interesting to hear your thought process because I feel like your thought process is very – Relevant to your phone choice. I, I truly feel that the mindset that you're in is if it's not going to fucking work functionally, don't do it at all. Right? Android, Android, and I, and I love Android for what it is. I've had Android phones. I've thought about at points going back to Android because I like that Android is a little bit of a sandbox, a little bit of a let's see what works and what doesn't. And you might have a lot of garbage shit weighing down your phone. Same way Windows did back in the day. You know, you always sure. had to like, you always had to like clear your, you clean your registry and all this shit. You don't yeah. have to do that shit on the Mac. It always, it automatically did that stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, um, but, uh, so yes, it is, it's, it is, I like that Apple takes an approach that's like, let's let Android kind of work the shit out, see what people like, and we don't have to pay for any of that and research. Even Android, <laughs> and even Android. <laughs> has two waves of that so they have the s series the galaxy s series that comes out uh, usually around spring and it's like the newest of the new that's what i fuck with and then in the fall they have the galaxy note series which takes all the shit that was like very successful from the s and integrates it into the note and then that's like their business phone so everything it doesn't have all the bells and whistles all the fancy shit but everything works like and then Apple a couple of years later goes, well, here's our take on it. Like that's what happens. Not not a bad thing, but I am definitely the person that goes, I would rather have access to functionality that works 95% of the time. I'm, I'm okay being inconvenienced here and there, having to do something to, you know, clear it or reset it or something like that. I'm totally cool with that because that 5% that I have to do that, it's, it doesn't equate to the same amount of time that I was saved by getting to utilize it for 90 or 95% of the time. Yeah, you make, you make a good point. Uh, I guess. <laughs> Jesus. We got some neighbors over there. Oh, that was neighbors? That was a neighbor. Had teenage girls back there. Uh, <laughs> so they're, they're getting louder and louder. As just, life goes on, you mean? Yeah. That will do. Uh, is that that's just I guess what women do, and sometimes then they become wives and they're loud and tell you what to do. It's crazy. Uh, you got he, gendered again, dog. Huh, me? Uh, <laughs> well, that's what they do. Like I, that's no, what I wives do. Kidding. I'm just mean uh, wives in no, general. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so I had a big thought. Oh yeah. So I get what you're saying about that sort of thing, but I again as a designer. I have a really hard, and I understand from a business perspective, uh, the concept of the MVP, the yeah. minimum viable product. I, yeah. from a business perspective, from a capitalist perspective, let's get something out there, even if it fails a percentage of the time. It's oh, okay. No, 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 no. That's not the concept. The concept is let's get the let's get the minimal effort of thing that we can get out. Let's get it out there that will provide any sort of value to the field. That's the thing. I understand. Agile as a whole is go fast and fail fast. I I understand that. But still, the concept of the uh, MVP is get something out there 
that is is valuable. I'm not doubting the value of an MVP. It's the minimum amount of code you can deliver to be valuable. Right. So my opinion is I reject that. Really? Um, and I understand from a business perspective because it's more money in a faster time. Yeah, you get you get the you get the smallest amount of investment to figure out proof of concept something, and if that one thing is value, you continue to invest. Again, okay, there it is. In my opinion, in my opinion, proof of concept is something that happens outside of the public market, um, and so. And I understand this is different than the business mindset. This is different than the the what's going like the way the industry works right now. Uh, uh, but to me, as a designer, going back to what we what this started is, I think no, I'm not a perfectionist. I I, I think that fudging it is is okay. I think I think that getting ideas out there and moving is okay. But if you can get it right the first time, fucking get it right. Invest in getting it right. Take the extra time because you might make a lot more fucking money if you get it right, as Apple has shown. So let me. I want to rebut. I want to. I want to definitely respond to this because you're on the. You're on the literal. I'm. I am the kind of designer that's your best friend and worst nightmare. No, no, no. Like let let me let me put it in the different perspective because I, I actually think that. I see where you're going with it, and I don't necessarily disagree with your your stance on it. But I think that your uh, understanding of both MVP and how that works and what that means, I think that your understanding is just a little bit tweaked to where I'm going to explain it differently and see if this changes your perspective of it, right? So when you say MVP and you say you know, getting something out there, it's almost as if you're saying – a non-perfect experience, right? Sometimes, but that's not the case. That's not the intended. That's not the intended uh, goal with an MVP. So, let's say you have an Apple iPhone, and you know that long term you want it to fucking do. Let, let's just say you have an Apple product, right? Because the iPod came first, right? Way before the phone, mm-hmm. right? You have a product, and you know that you want this product to do all these things. Arguably, the MVP for the iPhone was the iPod. They put a device out there that did less, was still valuable. It provided an end-to-end experience that did one thing very well before it did two things, four things, five things, six things. So it doesn't have to be a lesser experience. It just has to strip down to what is an experience, even if it's perfect end-to-end, what is an experience that can be put out there that's not the full kit and caboodle. Yeah, uh, I agree with that, and I disagree with that. I think that I I vehemently disagree with. I don't think the iPhone and the iPod were the same, are same products or even the same category. Why though? Uh, because one is a communication device, and one is a music playback device. Is it though? It sounds like the iPhone is just a music playback device that they already had that they integrated phone into. Uh. Tell me, tell me so, the iPod then, touch. So then, call it the iPod with phone capability. Don't call it the iPhone. You've changed. You, you've turned it into a new category. There, then, there we have the marketing aspect of it, right? Yes, I understand your point of view here. 
I fundamentally still disagree. I think they're different products in different categories. And I think that iPhone brought that category into the phone category, not the opposite. Personally. Smartphones didn't start with the iPod. This they like iPhone started a category. You're right, but what they did was they said we want to make one of those things like everyone else is making. Yeah, and I, what I can get we, it. I get it. I what get can it. we deliver from an MVP experience? It makes sense to me. <laughs> it, the, it logically makes sense to me. I just I have a hard time making my brain think that because to me it's like when I'm when I understand because that's the thing I'm on the business side of things now so I understand the way business works. I understand the way these companies move money around. I understand the way budgets work. Uh, so as a designer, that colors the way I think about things for sure. Yeah. Because I see the way the sausage is made. Uh, I don't have that kind of, uh, project managers are like, why did you design something that's totally different than the wireframes when I was a young designer? To me, I was like, <laughs> because why out of my brain was better than the wireframes, you know? And, uh, now as a, Adult, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I get, I get the way the shit works in the phases and stuff like that. But when I think, when I, when I meet with a client and they say, we have product X comes out and the MVP is this functionality. But in phase two, we want to add this functionality. In phase three, we want to add this functionality. In phase four, we want to add this functionality. So then I was, to that I say, why don't you, why don't you take the time that phase two and a half would take and do all four functionalities in that? Because that's a huge waste of money for a product that could potentially fail. Cause it is proven and Apple has proven this, that iterative, iterative development and testing is far superior to waterfall. Far superior. I couldn't agree more with that, but don't put it on the market. Hire places like my place and but, test but- it and iterate constantly. With actual researchers, I, I, I don't want Re- to talk too much about work. I know, but that's – it is – I dude, we should have a – we'll have a further offline conversation because I do. I would love to talk to you about this for like an hour. Like I don't know why, but this is a great conversation for us. Uh, but we can wrap it up for now. I hope I didn't like say like too much that implicates me as a employee. I don't know. I didn't say yeah, well, the name you of my are company. a fucking employee. I didn't say the name of my company. No, you didn't say, and neither did I. But it is, it's interesting the way you think about it because it's almost as if the people you're doing research for have made shitty decisions based on your research and it has tainted your overall view of the way agile iterative testing and MVP no. is supposed to be handled. The exact opposite. I think we, I think, what what my company offers answers the problem I have with the whole thing. Right. Whole so thing. but but you're suggesting things to a company and a company doesn't take your advice. They want to do uh phase one, phase two, phase three, but it sounds like they're stuffing more things into the same feature or flow instead of Oh no full- no 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 again this was this was retweets are not endorsements here. Uh these my opinions are my own. Yeah. This is my personal opinion. I know I'm out of step even with People I work with on this ah, one. Ah, gotcha. Uh, no, this is an this is a qualm I have with the industry. My opinion as a crea- creative is, let me take a couple extra months and get it right. Yeah. Instead of putting something out there that we'll add on to later. I'm gonna ask one last question and we're gonna wrap it up. So you feel that the experience, even if delayed, is a better value proposition than speed to market? Yes. 
with with the with the proper amount of research and design iterations. So what's that company that market. what's that company that says we don't make a lot of the things you make? We make a lot of the things you make better. Like whatever that company is that that that's their slogan. That's kind of how you feel about product development. It sounds like kind of. I guess I don't know, man. I'm just an opinionated creative. I know. I'm I love the guy it. who drives people like you crazy, though. That you love it here, but in a business, like in a meeting, you're like, God, not again. No, no. Do you think? Do you think I don't work with designers just like you? <laughs> do you think God I don't- damn it! You said you'd have that four days ago. Oh no, we the motherfuckers are on it. It's just that I ask for something very simple, and they're like, "Check out this experience I've created for you." And I look at that and go, "That's going to take a year to make." <laughs> that's that's to which you. I say, it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. As long as you're doing it right. All right. So we're going to get off that. I do want to ask a question that kind of relates to all of that. I'm going to just pivot us away from it, though, right? So this this kind of ties into what I asked earlier. Uh, it's, a, it's a furtherment of that as well as what we were just talking about. Is there like an app or service that you use today, right, that you swear by that you wish more people got on board with? Something that I use. Yeah, something that you believe in. I'm not a huge app guy. Uh, Or a service. It could be a service too. I just mean like what's something that if they came knocking. Got it. Hit me. GoPuff. What the fuck is that? It is. It sounds like a Pokemon to be honest. It is a delivery service like Uber Eats or Postmates. But like for drunks and stoners. Really? And so it's like. And basically, it's a convenience store. Uh, like, they'll bring you anything. It's a convenience store, uh, Postmates. So they have a warehouse. The one in Columbus is in Grandview. Uh-huh. And they have a warehouse, and it's just like a giant convenience store warehouse. And, like, you can order, like, beer. Not you can't order liquor on it. You can order beer, uh, snacks, ice cream, uh, toiletries. Like convenience store shit. Yeah, it's just a deli- and and it the delivery is some a lot of time is free. Why, Why or is it super free? cheap? Because they must have found some way to mark up all of this stuff just enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. To cover the profit. Because I think to me the whole deal, to me it makes a lot of sense. Because I only use it like when it's like holy shit we're out of beer. <laughs> you know, we drank 18 beer. We, you know, between the four of us, we drank 18 beers in the last three hours. None of us can drive to get beer, you know, for five extra bucks or whatever. Yeah. And they deliver. And it's always really quick and it's cheap and 100% use GoPuff. Don't drive. And I think that's why they make it so cheap because I think mm. they don't want people driving. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It does have a safety element to so. it. I like the that. name and the whole thing that's very snack centric. It is definitely. Are you a stoner who has the munchies? Yeah, we're here for you. Well, maybe it's they, definitely their vibe, but they have like a whole booze thing. So ha- have they? Uh, do they partner with any large companies, or are they their own company looking to maybe get picked up by a big company? Uh, I, they're. A, I think they're a startup. The app is a pile of fucking garbage, and I should actually go pitch to them to redesign their shit because I can make it way better. For drunks and stoners. You're like, I've done the research. <laughs> uh, so mine, mine is uh, Google Home 
assistant products. I am such a big fan. I, I, I feel like I feel like they have a place in every home and I feel like they should do more to partner with like home builders and shit and, and really start to integrate. I mean they have that whole line of Nest stuff. They have Nest cameras. Um, my qualm with Nest cameras is that they require a power source and you always have to plug them in, right? If they offered more integrated products and, and you know, could be hide the wires and, and just stuff like that and, and do it more at like a, hey, you're building your house. So why don't we integrate everything Nest? Like you have your Nest sensors on the windows and water leak sensors and fucking the Nest thermostat and cameras and doorbells. And I'll put the home products throughout. Like I am such a big fan of that shit. We used to, you know, just like all families, stand at the bottom of the stairs and yell, you know, Hayden, dinner time, shit like that. And now we're just like, hey, broadcast. And you're, just, fucking, you're fucking intercoming that shit like it's the 1960s? That's what I'm saying, bro. Or I say like uh, we ask it, wake up the and 70s. say good morning. And it gives you a rundown of what the fuck you missed for the day. Here's the weather. Here's what's going on. Here's the top headlines for the day. Here's what your traffic on the way to work looks like. There's a whole like series you say good morning and it fucking turns on some lights for you, sets the coffee maker. Like I just feel like home automation – I know there's a lot of people that take take uh, advantage of it. But I think that there are just millions of people that are scared of it and could really benefit if they just knew how to softly incorporate it into their day-to-day life. I totally agree. Uh, I think that even just like Alexa in my kitchen on the Facebook portal thing. Like, we have one of those Facebook portals. You know what that is? Absolutely. The speakers are really good on it. Like, I love listening to music in the kitchen on it. Like, it sounds great. And uh, just using Alexa with Spotify in there, and I can just talk to her and tell her to play, pause, turn it up, turn it down. Like, even that's awesome. But, like, I will say a couple things. My mother-in-law got us the Ring camera, and so I took our nest down for that. And even with the wire, yeah, I, the wire was annoying. I had to drill through two layers of brick and drywall. Um, but my God, the Nest app is so much better. Oh, the yeah. Ring bullshit is such a pile of garbage. And uh, one thing that's cool, Apple announced with the whole iOS 14 the thing and stuff. stuff is that they've been working with Amazon and Google to come up with a standard. It's like, that's the thing. That's my whole thing. Android, Apple, do what you want to do. But let's, can we just decide on some of these basics? Like, can we all just use USB-C because it's clean and easy? Can can you fucking, can you get Apple on board with that? The, the MacBooks only have USB-Cs? That's right. So, like, can we please just put it in our phones, too? Can we just all just decide that that is the communication device now? It's faster than anything. It looks cooler. It is clean. You could put it in either way. Yep. It, you know, let's just do that. Let's, uh, let's agree on the basics. You know what I mean? Like, the power companies all agree on the same wattage. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? The cable companies all agree on the same channels they're going to offer. Not really. Well, you know what I mean. I, I know. You know fuck, what I mean. I, fuck, I just wanted you to get con- the point I'm making. I wanted to contest you. Get the you the point I'm making. I just wanted to contest you. Um, but yeah, can we agree on a home automation standard that's, yeah, you can say we have the best interface or we have the best DPI or whatever the fuck, but we still all follow this standard so it still works with everyone's shit. Yes. Can we just do that? I'm with you. 
Let features be the thing and not the standard. You got me fired up. I do, man. I'm getting really good at getting you fired up tonight. (laughs) Maybe I'm just in a bad mood today. No, no. I started. I started it. It was like the second topic or something, and I had. But I've ranted like six times tonight. But that's good. It's also funny that this is happening like with my wife twenty feet away from me because the only times that she's listened to like a few minutes of the podcast, she's like, "I can't listen to your podcast because you guys are just fucking." bitching about everything and just talking shit and i'm like we're not all the time not all but the time. now like we're here and i've literally been bitching for a fucking hour and a half tonight we've probably been going for fucking ever a little over an hour oh, okay we're killing it we're killing my it. neighbors are all like what the fuck is going on someone yeah. on my neighborhood it's like neighborhood message boards like someone keeps just yelling fuck in the backyard <laughs> um so we didn't even really catch up on like, hey, what's going on with the week and all that bullshit. Uh, I will say, you want to open me another one? Yeah. Um, on Thursday, uh, my kids started developing a cough. Oh, no. Yeah. And, you know, like in this day and age. It's COVID. Yeah. In this day and age, you just immediately think COVID. Uh, so, uh, of course, you know, we were we were monitoring it. We check him for temperature, stuff like that. Hey, how you feeling? Constantly checking in. We actually had him essentially quarantined. We're like, you got everything you need in the house. Just don't go out and play. Let's get this under control. See what's going on first. Uh, Sunday night, my daughter started coughing. Oh, no. Yeah. And so we were like, oh, God. And like, here you are at my house. And here I am. Tuesday. That must mean that this story concludes somehow, huh? <laughs> uh, spoiler alert. A gravestone with my name on it for some reason. <laughs> Uh, no, so, so, you know, he was, he was starting to get better, but then she had like a little bit of cough and we're like, what the fuck? Obviously it's something contagious, but like, we're not all getting it. Like, what's, what is this? He was very snotty having nosebleeds. We actually thought his was just allergies. So we paid, we didn't pay it like as much mind. Once we fill up, we figured out, Hey, he's got no fever, no other real symptoms. It just seems to be sinus or allergy related. Uh, then she's coughing. She... We brought her home from daycare a little early uh, on Monday and took them both to the doctor just to get a quick look over because you can't be too sure right now. Um, even though we've been very safe with everything, um, you know, she still is going to daycare. There's always that off chance that, you know, she's one of like six people she interacts with or she interacts with about six people a day. There's always the off chance of that. So took them both in and within – a few minutes they were like oh no he has a sinus infection and an ear infection jesus like it's pretty evident what he has like they could see it pretty easily and she had the start of a sinus infection so they both got antibiotics and we're doing okay um that being said i wanted to share something just to show you how weird kids are sometimes right so my kid's coughing and all that good stuff he's got his little mucus cough going on and he always says just like – you mentioned this before. Your kid comes out and says like really weird shit and then just like disappears. He goes, you know, sometimes when I cough, I'll just turn it into a beat, like a beatbox so that it's not nice. weird that I'm still coughing. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, like I kind of felt like I had to cough, but the whole cough didn't come out, so I just did a beat. And he like, oh, psh, uh, uh, psh, uh. I was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, oh my god. Like, he did your job for you. You yeah. didn't have to come up with something like, oh, you're a cop box. You just turn it into a beat. He just came up with it for you. Kids are just so you're weird. Able, and then from there you go, oh, yeah, I would have done the same thing. No, I wouldn't. Then it was your idea. 
Uh, so I can't help but notice this pool to my left, Colin. The float life, baby. Yeah, you, uh, you. I think you mentioned on the last podcast, you know, you, how you got this and where you got it and yeah. all that. But it is cool to see it all set up. I saw a slow mo video of your kid jumping in. Dude, it was only half full. <laughs> <laughs> it's two and a half feet deep. It was like a bathtub. It's two and a half feet deep. And, and he's, he's like, I got to do a belly flop. And I was like, hold on, let me slow mo this shit. Then he did it and watched it, and he goes, nah, my knee came up. I got to do it again. Oh, shit. <laughs> that was take two. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean. You know, isn't that crazy? Because back in the day, we had big-ass home. We had video cameras that sat on our shoulder and used a full-size tape, and you didn't look back at them and go, that take sucked. I'm going to do it again. But nowadays, we're recording in fucking like 240 frames a second in slow-mo and going, Nah, my knee came up right here. I'm going to rock a second one. He, he's got... That's why these kids are better at everything than us. That's true. Because um, they're watching their actions in slow-mo like a coach watching last week's game. Um, but uh, he... Uh, or no, no, no. This thing, I leveled out the ground as much as I could. You used like sand and shit or what? No, 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 no. Because this is... It's temporary. You know, like it's... Yeah, I'm not but, leaving there all year round. But what are they stomping on? Like, doesn't that, doesn't the sand like provide a soft surface? No, yeah, no, yeah, there's that. Uh, there is a little bit of bumping. Half of it I have a couple foam pads under and Ooh. there's a, and there's a tarp that's doubled over underneath and quadrupled over in some point places. It's not flat. Uh, but also I filled it up and as soon as it started filling up, I was like, okay, it's not totally level. And in the end, it's Four inches deeper on one side. Okay. <laughs> so, how did you come to that conclusion? Did you is that a guesstimate or did you measure it? Oh, I measured it the whole way up. Really? I if it was if it was six inches or more, I was gonna as it was going. If it reached six inches, I was gonna empty it out and I was gonna take it down and I was gonna dig out more. Wow. I was like, because I don't like. Because it strains, obviously. That's the thing. Is yeah, it? yeah. But then I've been looking at it this week. That's the thing. I've been staring at this fucking thing because the kids are out here. Beatrice and Miles have been living in this pool. No that, joke. That's cool, though. Uh, today, I would I would say total, Miles and Beatrice were in that pool. If you added up all the times they were in there today, seven hours. Damn. Maybe eight. A lot of time. And you know what? I'm bringing my kid over here to swim in your pool. Do it, man. It wears them the fuck out, too. And, uh, um, and I got like, it's got like a filter and a pump and I got chlorine in it and shit. Nice. And, um, but, uh, so it's worth it. It's like it one less than a week of having it. It's paid for itself. Yeah. That's cool. And insanity. And, but I've been sitting out here, so I've been staring at it and it is wild looking at it and thinking about the physics of the whole thing it's like yes the ground is doing a lot of the work holding the weight of a thousand gallons it's a, it's a thousand eighteen gallons of water and uh um so yes the ground is doing a lot of that work but then the rest of it is literally just a series of steel poles and plastic joints that are holding up a big plastic bag yeah so when it's a little bit tilted, it's definitely straining the one side. So you worry about that a little bit. But then you look and it's the ground's doing most of the work. So nice. All right. Well, I'm going to be over soon with my kid. But the other side of the float life. Saturday. 
don't know if you saw Sierra's pictures on Instagram, but mm. uh, was Lee's birthday, and a handful of us went down to Hocking Hills, Nelsonville, and you go and you get a fucking tube, and you put it in this bus. They had the bus socially distanced. We all had masks on. They had you could only sit every other seat on the school bus. They drive you five five miles up the river. They drop you off. And you got a fucking tube in, I don't know what river it is, Hocking River. I don't know. The water was warm as fuck. We were out there for like four and a half hours. Yeah. Just floating. It was like an adult lazy river, just floating down the river. We stopped at a couple of beaches and hung out. We cracked our first beers up at like 9.45 a.m. Wow. We were fucking, we left at like 12.30 so maybe it was only three hours, but we left at twelve thirty. We were all, we were fucking toast. Man, I've never heard of anything like that. I hadn't either. But it literally, I don't know if it was a deal or a Groupon or something like that. But yeah. like, it was twenty three dollars a person. Shit. And you're not supposed to, you're not allowed to drink. You know, yeah. you're not supposed to drink. But like, they have some of the tubes are cooler ones. So you grab that tube as well. And you put your cooler in that one. And we went through a lot of goddamn beer on Damn. that river. That's really cool. I'd like to know more about that. You should you should send me the details. I will I didn't I I'll, I'll I will find the details and send them to you. Uh so you, you said socially distant and uh it obviously reminds me of you know, I just got done telling the possible corona scare with my own kids. Have you read any of the stuff on New Zealand and coronavirus? I I know they shut shit down. Yeah. They they have I think right now they have one case. That's fucking that's impressive. I don't know what their population is, but it does go to show you when everyone bands together or when the when somebody fucking steps Actually, I think they had they let a lot of uh doctors and people of, you know, scientific Capabilities make a lot of the decisions. It wasn't like politicians doing it, right? Uh, but it does go to show you that when the right decisions are made and everybody fucking follows the decisions, pretty impressive results. The fact that that their their drop off was like they got a bunch of cases and and you know obviously it's per capita. I don't know what their population is, but not nearly the U.S. It just fucking drops off and it's at like zero, 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 zero. And then I think right now they have one. I've been thinking about this a lot because as a good lib, I'm okay with a little bit more government because I think that people are stupid. Yeah. Uh, but so like, it's so easy to be like, yeah, if people would listen or if the government would just say, you have to do this. You know what I mean? That gets tricky. And, uh, but in this case, I think it's right. The government should say you have to do this. I'm not saying people need to go to jail or whatever. No, like, you see the fucking thing where it's like they're asking people to call and report non mask yeah, get, get the fuck out of here, out with, here that. with that. Yeah. Let's let the streets handle that one. Uh, see how but, that worked out for 6 9. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it's like, I saw a picture the other day of a picture from 1918 uh-huh. that was like a group of people in masks 
and somebody had a sign that said, wear a mask or go to jail. And it's like, we've been doing this for a hundred fucking years. We yeah. can't get this through our fucking skulls. And so my whole thing is like, yes, I think that in this case, the government should be saying, do it, mandate it. It's for the public health. If you don't like it, fuck off. Right. But we've been here since 1776. You can't be drilling in the same fucking, this is America. This is the land of the fucking free. You can't tell me what to do. You can't drill that into all of our heads from the moment we're two years old and can make a cognitive thought and then expect people to listen when the government tells them to do something. You know, we've been indoctrinated to give middle fingers up to the government. For the most part, works pretty well. In situations like this, it does not. And I almost think like... The government stepping in the same way like I tell my kid to do seven things knowing he's only going to do five. It's like we have to say stay six feet, wear a fucking mask, you might go to jail or get you know a fine or something like that. We have to do that in order to get the minimum amount of people to do the fucking right thing. Like, we have to do all this extra because we know goddamn well that a bunch of people aren't going to. And those people are only afforded the luxury to not do it because there's a whole – there's a majority of people that are. I feel the same way about anti-vaxxers. I I can't stand when, like, anti-vaxxers, like, get on their whole – well, me and my family haven't vaccinated and we've almost never been sick. And I I just can't help – I just have to go, you're afforded that luxury. Because everyone else is vaccinated. Like, that's what's happening. I, I'm not saying that that's wrong, but I'm saying that as a mass, if the majority of people aren't doing the right thing, you can't be afforded to do the wrong thing safely. I, I agree. And the immediate pushback on that is like, but who's to say the government's one that's to say what the right thing is? Agree. And I'm saying if you have 250 years... Of telling people three main things. One, you can't tell me what to do. Two, I'm going to get mine. Three, if you don't think the way I do, fuck you. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Like, those three things, If like, like at a, a core level in America, that's part of our culture. That's who we are. That's the Constitution. That is, like, like the core of our being as Americans. And so, yeah, of course when the government says you should do this thing for your own good, it's like, who the fuck are you to tell me what my own good is? Yeah. Of it's- course a huge chunk of a specifically uneducated populace. But, you know, I got a problem with that, too, is, <laughs> you know, it really grinds my gears. <laughs> no. But uh, is this I, this one uh, headline, because no one's reading the article, this one headline that's been going around the saying is like, lack of wearing masks. A study shows that lack of wearing masks is linked to, to lower cognitive ability. Oh, God. It's like, no shit. If somebody is, is less educated, they're going to believe hype of, like, don't wear a mask because fuck you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of course. But, like... A bunch of liberals posting that online. Do you think that really helps anybody? 
to say, hey, I'm a liberal and I think that if you don't wear a mask, you're a stupid person. And only and this scientific study that shows that only stupid people. Do you think that really helps anybody's cause? Right. Get the fuck out of here. I actually had a I had a mask argument uh, with well, wear somebody. A mask. Don't be stupid. <laughs> I got a mask. Uh, I had a mask argument with somebody. And, uh, you know, there are studies that show that when you cough, the, uh, you know, the droplets or whatever can be as small as one hundredth of the size of a hole in a mask. Meaning, in theory, when you cough into a mask, uh, there is some that gets through the holes by default because it is one hundredth of the size of the hole in the mask. Cool. Totally get that. And I've always looked at that as being like, okay, well, I mean, my clothing is technically breathable. And if you hit me with a snowball, most of it's going to stay on my shirt. Granted, it is liquid and snow. And so some of it will go through my shirt holes and my skin will get wet. But the large amount of it is going to stay on my shirt. And that's how I look at it. It's like you can't do the fucking minimal. You can't do the minimal. Only because you're going to talk about the uh, the size of the droplets and the possibility. And based on this possibility, fuck it. Why do anything? It's kind of like saying, hey, condoms are only 99.9% effective. Jesus. Why the fuck wear a condom? Like, fuck condoms. Again, again we t- I feel like we talked about this last week. I feel And I feel like we can't talk about it enough. But it's like... A seatbelt is not guaranteed to save your life, but it's guaranteed to help when you're riding a motorcycle. If you wear a helmet and you crash with a helmet on, you could still die. But the chances of dying are less than if you didn't have a helmet on, you fucking moron. Yeah, even if it's 1%. Just fucking do it. I'm wearing glasses. You're wearing glasses. If you throw a rock at my face, it could still very much hurt me. But the chances of me going blind are lower than if I didn't have glasses on. Yes. This isn't hard to understand. Oh, my God. It really isn't. Uh, I don't know what you're doing to me tonight. Dude, I'm getting you fired up. Maybe it's the beers. Uh, Maybe it's the fact that I'm in my house and this is my space. You feel comfortable. And I'm comfortable and I'm just... (laughs) You're flexing. Uh, So, did you see the court ruling on the Oklahoma land... Yeah. As, they yeah. gave like half of Oklahoma away. Yeah, dude. I th- awesome. I'm pretty sure it was like I think Tulsa was included in that. Like a very large part, about half, uh, was designated or not designated, but deemed to be owned or part of Indian preservation land. That's a landmark dude, case. I think. I think. I think. Good chunk of America. Then he's happening. Good chunk of America. So that that actually that segues right into what I was kind of alluding to is: Do you think that the precedent that case sets, we're going to see more of that. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. That's the way culture works right now. It's like somebody does a big thing that people applaud. If you don't do that thing too, you're left in the dust. I agree with that. But I also think that so much of, so much of law is citing cases that support what they're arguing, right? Now that we have this landmark case that's, uh, that's there to cite, I think that we're going to see this a lot more. And I wouldn't be surprised if we start to see more cases of this pop up as early as, you know, a couple months from now. I mean, for sure. I mean, you saw, you saw 
uh, one of the teams with offensive names say, "Hey, based on was that Washington? No, that because they're later on it. You know, it, it it was it was the Indians first. Maybe it was the Indians first. But anyway, it was like one of the teams was like, you know, what we're gonna really think about our name." Yeah and logo situation. And then you saw the next one do it. And then the next one, the Redskins were the last ones to do it. Yeah. I think Atlanta Braves are the ones left. You know what I mean? And like, and this is a good thing and long overdue and people are going to be butthurt about it. But at the same time, it's, it's like, fuck you. It, like, and that's the whole thing. That's the thing. That's also the beauty about being an American is I can say, yeah, you're allowed to have your stupid belief. Fuck you. Fuck your stupid belief. Right. I hope you're on the wrong side of history. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Freedom is a tricky thing. Freedom it, is a tricky thing when you can't uh, imagine. Tricky Freedom is a tricky thing when you don't have a lot of empathy. Mm. Because I'm getting philosophical here. Uh, uh, it's freedom's a tricky thing when you don't have empathy because if you can't think about what it would be like in somebody else's shoes and then you act out of freedom, then you're only self-serving. Freedom is not only doing is not only doing what you want to do, but it's also taking in a, what it, it. No, it is doing whatever you want to do, but I just think it's a tricky thing. If you don't really think about other people's experiences too, what something do you we think, take for granted. What do you think is more? What do you think is more valuable, empathy or sympathy? Oh boy, empathy. I think that I think it's a. I think they are. It's hard to answer that question. What? Do you, what? Before I, why? Or, or I mean, what's your what's your empathy? Because I I feel like if you're empathetic, you can you can be empathetic about a situation that you're not in. As where sympathy is typically you're close. I I feel. I guess I don't really know the I don't know the textbook definitions of either. But uh, I feel like with sympathy, you are. You are sharing a feeling, right? It's like, let's say, well, it's, it's it's it's. Let's say a close relative dies. You and other relatives are sharing sympathy, right? As where, if let's say your dad dies, I'm empathetic to you for a reason. I, I'm not, I don't have sympathy. Oh God! No, I think you the got the dog backwards. knocked over the. I think you got him backwards. Really? Because empathy is when you feel what someone else is feeling. Without being involved in the situation, though. No, uh, sympathy is something that you give to somebody else. Sympathy is saying, I don't understand the way this feels, but I, or I do understand the way this feels, and I, and I understand that. Empathy is like, oh, you're hurting, I'm hurting too. Really? Yes. I'm going to, I'm going to Google empathy versus sympathy just to see. Uh,. There's empathy a, is like feeling. Sympathy is like condolence. This is an there's an infographic here. Sympathy. Well, th- this might be a bad one. It says empathy. I'm sorry. That sucks. 
Uh, I don't like this infographic. It doesn't tell me anything. That was the worst. That was the worst Google in the history of Googling. No, but that's a good one, though. That's a good one, though. I'll say it right there. Empathy is saying, I'm sorry, that sucks. The implication is that I've experienced that before, or I know how that feels, or I can imagine how that feels. Mm -hmm. That sucks. Sympathy is, I'm sorry, I'm sure that sucks. I don't know what that feels like, but I'm sure it sucks. So the infographic went on. I'll just finish describing it since uh, you like that piece of it. No, I I wasn't going to, but since you you took to the first part, I'll say the infographic had two people talking. It said sympathy. It said, I'm sorry, that sucks. The guy saying that had a straight face. Empathy, there were no words. Both of them were just crying. Yes. So you you feel like that's a pretty accurate representation? No, that is, yes. So empathy is feeling – Feeling the same emotion and sharing the emotion with somebody versus offering a condolence. Yeah, because there is that whole thing when somebody says, I'm an empath. Like, they're at, is, I, I've read about this, like, an actual, like, condition, you know, where, like, somebody's hurting and you, like, actually feel it. Dude, that's my wife. So. My wife follows. She is like that. My Amy wife is like that. Follows so many. I'm like that. Uh, so many social media accounts. That are documenting the journey of something. Usually it's kids with a condition making the best of their situation. Uh, she, I mean, she talks to me about them all the time. It's crazy. And like she gets very sad and she will cry thinking about various uh, circumstances or situations that these kids are in. She'll be telling me about it and crying. And I'm very much. Maybe I lack I lack some empathy. Like I cry at certain situations, but like people can talk to me and I feel for them and my heart hurts for them, but it doesn't – I don't cry the same way she does. Am I no, not empathetic no. because I don't cry? No, I, I don't think that's true. I think that – and that's the thing. I think you are you are more sympathetic. Yeah, I, you're 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 a somebody who's sympathetic says I got your back. This sucks. I don't I, I didn't exp- I I don't know what that feels like or you might know what it feels like. But the the idea for me of sympathy is I I'm I'm on your team. Okay. Where empathy to me is and somebody who says they're an empath, you know, is like I feel the pain that you're feeling right so now. So they're hurting with you versus okay. Hurting. I, I feel you, and I, I agree with your assessment. I think I am more sympathetic than empathetic. Hurting with you instead of hurting for you. Yes. So one thing that I've always described myself as, I say I'm a fixer. Because when somebody tells me something is wrong, I don't sit there and empathize with them. I immediately go into how can I fix this for them. And that's actually – that's a, I want to say it's a character flaw of me because I should I should offer – I should have more empathy. I should say – a lot of people just want to to know that somebody understands them. Oh yeah, I'm I'm the exact same way. And and I'm terrible about that. But then, I'm I'm much more like I spring into action and go, how can I fix this? But then there's a there, there's another side of me that is this insanely empathetic, where at, when you described Amy, I'm the same exact way. Where it's like I even if like something. Like if Sierra's in conflict with somebody, if she's having a beef with one of her friends, yeah, 
like all lose sleep over it. Not because not because I'm like stressed about Sierra. She's my wife. I've watched her deal with the ship for 15 years, to almost 20 years, and 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 I know she's she's got it covered. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not. An, uh, she's she's tougher than I am, but like I just knowing it's like there's like a disturbance in the force (laughs) that's really like it's just i feel it deep inside me and it's just like like it's like i'm like searching for some sort of equilibrium we're probably really long tonight we're killing it uh so when she's when she's having a uh, a riff with somebody does she want you to just back her up or are you an impartial person that just wants to patch it all over wants to fix it well that's the thing i have both sides of though that's the problem she doesn't want me to say anything she wants me to leave her alone let her deal with her shit Mm. but i have two like there is this the problem solver side of me that's just like just talk to her you know just do it just get it over with tear the band-aid off there's that dad kind of just fucking do it yeah, it sucks, but you just fucking deal with it. But then there's a part of me that's just like... Fucking bootstraps, am I right? Yeah, and then there's a part of me that's like 3 a.m. going like, man, it must be tearing up both of these girls inside right now being in conflict with each other. You know, like, just yeah. like trying to, like, psychoanalyzing everything and, like, trying to feel some weird thing that I don't have to feel. It's a curse. Empathy's a curse. Sympathy is a gift empathy is a curse (laughs) uh man that's interesting yeah my wife typically just wants me to ride with her uh oh yeah she that's what that's what my wife wants you that's what wives want that is what someone in their corner yeah but like what happens when i go yeah but you're not you're not thinking about it introspectively like i'm over here being diplomatic as fuck i feel like that is every husband Every husband's curse. Not hus- it's not just husband. It's every spouse's curse is is in a situation where it, it, in, in that sort of situation, it's it's like, do you want me to just like I think you're wrong, but do you want me to just be behind you? I think you're handling the situation wrong. I think you're gonna take an l on this one but do you want me to just be in your court because i'll and i feel like that has been a struggle my entire relationship with sierra and i feel like that's every spouse's struggle is finding that equilibrium between am i in your corner right now or am i telling you that you're fucking up right now man i i gotta be honest it is so refreshing (laughs) Did I just put this. to words what was in your mind? Bro, you, I can't even, I can't even, I'm just, you're looking at me right now, I'm smiling. I feel like that's the eternal partner struggle. My wife listens to every episode, and I need her to understand why I am the way I am. Apparently, this is just the way people are. I, I think am it's constantly, just the way people are. I am constantly torn between standing behind her going, yeah, what she said. And analyzing it and going, well, here's some things you could have done better. Because I feel like, as as your husband, I am afforded the opportunity to talk to you at a real eye-to-eye level and say, 
Here are the things you did right. Here are the things you did wrong. But she is not interested in the things she did wrong. She just wants me to stand there and be her hype man. And I know I need to do that from time to time. And I will ride for her in every situation. But damn it, I cannot stand there and see anybody I love, whether it's my wife, my friend, or other, uh, do something that I felt like could be handled differently that would have shifted the dynamic of the situation. This is the way, this is the, this is the way it looks right here. This is boiling this down. And I, I feel like you and I just connected on such a deep level. <laughs> um, but, uh, the, the, it boils down to this. If Sierra picked a fight with someone twice her size, someone twice my size, I'm going to stand up for her no matter what. I'm going to get in between them. I'm going to get between them and I'm going to protect my lady. But then I'm also the whole time going to be like, why the fuck did you do this? Listen, this is a bad choice. Listen, I've got it. This is, Here is the quote <laughs> that for me sums this up. It's from uh, from a man, Kenny Rogers. You got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them. That's it. Fucking life advice. And on Episode that, 53. 53 is done. We're <laughs> no wrapping this bitch up. Them. No one to fold them, baby. All right. I'm out. Jesus. Jesus.